0: welcome to the Mach 1 market moment podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group the Mach 1 market moment podcast starts now
1: welcome to the Mach 1 market moment your retirement income planning specialist at Mach 1 Financial Group serving you in Northwest Arkansas and today we have Kyle Alexander and Kyle is going to answer some questions that have come in in the mailbag and Kyle, we have a great question today from... Well, first of all, let me just say, it's good to be with you.
0: Hey man, it is great to be with you too. And you know something? We don't always get to spend a lot of time together on the radio. It's usually Walter or you know somebody else in the crew and uh, you know it's just nice to have the opportunity to catch up with you. So, yeah,
1: switch up a little bit. That's
0: <laughs> good. It is good.
1: But it is awfully good to be back with you and today's question is from Belle in Centerton and Bell says, "I maxed out my Roth IRA contributions last year, but then I ended up having an awesome sales year and I made more than what's allowed for Roth IRA contributions." Am I in trouble? It feels silly that I'll get punished for being responsible
0: and saving money. (laughs) So, Bill, that is a fabulous question for this particular tax season because there's a lot of conversation going on about Roth conversions and some other things that we've talked about in the past. And before I even get started, congratulations on your great year. I'm glad you had a a good productive year and, and got some additional money that perhaps you didn't even expect. That's great. So not to worry. The question that you asked is uh, is one that happens pretty frequently, I think, for a lot of that earners that are on the cusp of taking it to the next step in terms of their income. So don't let this bother you too much, okay? The term for what has happened is actually called an ineligible Roth IRA contribution or an excess contribution. And of course, this may involve a penalty that you have to pay to the IRS uh, if you don't handle this right, or even if you do the handle this right, sometimes it can involve a penalty. But since I don't know all of the specific circumstances that you're falling under or any of the perceptions that you have about why you're going to you know, be in trouble for making an excess contribution, let's define some things and also make some assumptions, okay? So my first assumption is If you made more than $193,000 as modified adjusted gross income in 2018 and you're filing jointly with your spouse, you are correct that the Roth contribution begins phasing out at that point. And if you're under 50 and you're you're not in the phase out environment yet, you can contribute up to $6,000 to your Roth IRA directly. And uh, of course, if you're married, that can be doubled if your spouse makes enough money to cover that $6,000 contribution for a total of $12,000 towards an IRA. Again, if you make less than $193,000 in MAGI. So all of that being said, if you are 50 or over 50, you can contribute up to $7,000 to Roth for a total of $14,000 in Roth contributions. Again, if your spouse made enough money for you to both contribute. So if you meet these parameters, you actually don't have any worries. Again, if you're under the 193 threshold. But let's say, for instance, my assumption is correct and yep, you're right, and you make more than 193K in uh, modified adjusted gross income, then there's some steps that we need to think about and perhaps take. All right, so let's talk about these next steps. If you did make an excess or an eligible contribution, how do you deal with a tax penalty? Well, the penalty for an ineligible or excess contribution is 6% of that excess amount. And you can pay that penalty when you file your tax return using Form 5329. Isn't this exciting? I mean, I know everybody's (laughs) riveted by this, right?
1: If you you
0: don't, (laughs) you know, everybody's sitting back going, What in the world? Um, If you don't correct the mistake, you're going to have to pay the penalty each year until this correction is actually made. So there's a good incentive for you to actually fix this. So, how do I correct the mistake? If you can and you actually do file a recharacterization, meaning that you transition these contributions from Roth bucket to a traditional IRA bucket, uh, you can indeed transfer that excess or an eligible contribution plus any gains that they call net income attributable to this traditional IRA. Again, if you qualify, because you can obviously make too much money to get a tax deduction on a traditional IRA as well. You won't lose any interest or earnings, I should say, on that conversion, and you'll still get a tax deduction on that portion or the excess contribution, but you really need to make sure this happens before you file your taxes or taxes are due. The other thing you can do is you can withdraw the excess and, of course, any net income attributable or NIA before your tax deadline without penalty, but you will need to declare the net income attributable or NIA on your taxes as income, okay? So this is something that you can correct, probably avoid a major penalty or paying the 6% or what have you as long as you do the recharacterization in the tax year that you filed for the Roth IRA excess contribution. So, you know, again, not a big deal right just probably need a little guidance from maybe a cpa or an advisor to deal with your specific situation now there's one other thing you can do you can also apply the excess contribution to next year's roth ira contribution but you're still gonna have to pay that six percent you know uh, tax if you will if you wait now there are other options as well that we could talk about today To help address this particular issue, again, I don't know your your specific situation and I don't want to go into a huge diatribe and try to take a CPA's place because I'm not a CPA, right? Uh, I don't want to give tax advice either because I don't know your, your unique circumstances. But these are some good general rules of thumb that you can consider. I do recommend that you see an advisor or a CPA to help you determine the specific steps that you need to take to ensure that the best decision given your unique circumstances, is actually put into effect, right? And of course, we here at Mach 1 would be more than happy to sit down with you and help you figure out what those next steps look like. We're not gonna charge you for that. Our first consultations are always free. It's just an opportunity to get to know one another and find out if we can help. And of course, we would love to help. Uh, If we need to get a CPA involved, we can certainly do that too. But the good news is, you ask the right question, you understand you have a potential problem, and now you can get the answers you need. And that's what we're here for.
1: Well, Bell, thank you very much for the question. And the best way to understand all this is to come in and have a conversation with Kyle Alexander at Mach 1 Financial Group. The number to call to make that happen is 479 876 2100. That is 479 876 2100. You can find out more about the Mach 1 Financial Group by going to mach one You're listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment.
0: Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.